Hi there, and welcome to A God Worth Knowing. We're excited to have you join us on today's podcast as we discover a God worth knowing. In prior episodes, we described our brain's relational circuits and how they are essential to healthy relationships all around us, with God, with others, and even with ourselves. We have looked at what happens when our relational circuits go offline and ways to recognize when they are off. We then explored three different skills to get our relational circuits back on. Do you remember what they were? They were appreciation, attunement, and shalom for my body. Now this week, we're going to teach you another skill, being aware of what you feel, both the emotions you feel and the sensations you experience in your body. Ugh, you may be thinking, the last thing I want to do is focus on my pesky emotions. I'd like to get rid of them. They're such a nuisance, popping up at the most inopportune times. Something upsetting happens, and there they are, leaving me feeling vulnerable and exposed, though I never want to admit it. I know, I have felt that way too, but hang with me here. Many of us are going through life blissfully unaware of the emotions we don't want to feel. And, my friend, that is not a great strategy for a healthy life. Why? Because the only way to have a truly intimate, transparent, and safe relationship with anyone, except perhaps your pet, is to know what you are feeling. Right now, in this moment, how can we share ourselves if we don't know where we are? How can we get our relational circuits on if we don't realize they are off? How can we tell if any of these exercises, appreciation, attunement, and shalom for my body, are working if we don't know what we are feeling? And lastly, how can we come to God if we are not grounded in the reality of where we are? One beautiful thing about God is he brings his true self to the table, and he asks the same from us. No masks here. Need an example? Betsy Stahlkup, executive director of HCI, recently shared with me that she used to think that she did not feel much shame. But as she began to pay attention to her emotions, she realized that the opposite was true. She was feeling so much shame that it was unbearable. She was unable to face it. As she became aware of her shame, she started to see how rapidly she deflected it onto others. It was a killjoy in her relationships. She saw that if she could not own it, it could not be tamed. Are you starting to see why this is important? We can do a lot of damage to our relationships and even to ourselves if we dismiss what we are feeling. You may be saying, but I don't feel much. I'm going to place a bet that you do, but you have learned to dissociate from what is there because you have experienced that your feelings were not received or validated. Others of you may be thinking, at last, I have all these strong feelings and no one takes me seriously. Everyone treats me like some kind of drama king or queen. But hold on, this is not an invitation to emote onto everyone. Here's the secret about emotions. We want to feel them. We want to be aware. We don't want to push them aside and stay stuck in the pain. Ideally, we want to train our brains and bodies to work together to help us regulate our emotions. What do we mean by regulate? We mean that we steady our emotions by returning to a stable base of peace and calm. Even good emotions can overwhelm us beyond our capacity. 
By paying attention to our bodies, we can see when it is time to quit and take a breather. Whew. It might look like this. Wow, that teacher won't look at me. And I have so much to share. He's ignoring me. This doesn't feel good. I think I'm feeling shame. I don't want to stay stuck here. I want to take action. I'm going to focus on a strong appreciation moment to calm myself so I don't make a fool of myself in my triggered state. Now, you could also ask a friend in that moment to attune to you or do shalom for my body, which may be okay since the teacher isn't looking at you anyway, although they might start. <laughs> God gave us the ability to feel emotions for a reason. They are woven into our design because we are his image bearers. And get this, he feels emotions too. Jesus would laugh. He grieved for others. He got angry at the hard-hearted law enforcers. He would celebrate and he wept in sadness at the tomb of his friend Lazarus. Being human is being able to feel. So many of us live in denial, focusing on where we want to be instead of what's going on inside. God is okay with where we are, and that is where our journey begins, in our messy reality. Would you like to practice what we've been talking about? If so, in a moment we're going to pause so that you can put words to what you are feeling right now. Are you content? Bothered? Sad? Preoccupied? Joyful? Expectant? Let whatever words come to mind surface, and if you would like, write them down. Now be honest about the feelings and the words that come up. Write what you are really feeling and not what you wish you were feeling. It would be easy to think, well, we should be happy or we should feel bad. Dismissing the feeling because it is not what is expected is not helpful when we are trying to own our own feelings. Having a hard time coming up with just the right words? Well, we have a chart of feelings on our website, agodworthknowing.org, that you can scan to find just the right word. Pause the podcast now and take a few deep, slow breaths, and then take a minute to identify your feelings. How did that feel? Did you experience some relief by actually acknowledging, yep, that's what I'm feeling? Many of us find that when we actually admit that we are feeling shame or sadness or fear, it somehow settles our hearts where we can have revelation that we're actually feeling happy and content and rest in that state. No words come to mind? Well, that's okay. This may be the first time you have ever stopped to think about what you are feeling. Again, many of us have been conditioned to think that feelings are unreliable and the best way to deal with them is to push them aside. But the feelings and emotions underneath are a gift and one of the tools that God uses to connect with us because he feels what we feel with us. Next, we're going to pay attention to any sensations we may be feeling in our bodies. They can carry the weight from our emotions and be housed in pain or inflammation. Fun fact about our bodies is that they are the one part of us that cannot be deceived. We can say that we're not afraid, for example, and that we are fine. But if our hands are slightly shaking, our throat is getting tense, our heart is beating rapidly, or we feel a warm flush rising to our face, 
our bodies are reporting a different reality. While we are saying one thing, our bodies do not lie. Pay attention to the way your clothes feel against your skin, the way your feet touch the ground, and if you want, try to flip perspectives and try to feel the ground touching your feet. Notice any aches or pains or tickles or tension that you feel. Now pause the podcast and take a minute to identify what you're feeling in your body. See how many sensations you can come up with. How did that go for you? Well, for me, I felt my glasses resting on the bridge of my nose. I felt my chair pressing on the back of my thighs. I felt a tickle on my neck, a a gurgle in my stomach, and some stiffness in my lower back. And I also heard water running somewhere. Now for you, was that easy to acknowledge? Or did you find yourself wanting to avert your attention elsewhere? Again, this is not a performance. We understand how foreign this may feel at first. All of these skills get easier with practice. For example, if you use an app to keep you moving, when your app beeps telling you to stand, ask yourself, what emotions am I experiencing right now? Scan your body. What are you feeling? It is also great to keep in mind that sometimes certain sensations we feel in our bodies only appear during certain emotions. While our bodies may feel light when we are feeling joy, we may find our jaws clenched when we are angry or our core shaking when we are afraid. It would be a good idea to take note of the patterns to become more cognizant of the connection between our feelings and our bodies. So much of the change we're talking about in this podcast is subcortical. That means it is happening in the lower levels of our brain, below our awareness. This practice will raise our awareness so that we can own our emotions in real time, turn our relational circuits back on, and return to joy. Now that we have given you a variety of tools in getting your relational circuits back on and have introduced these self-awareness techniques, we're going to do another short exercise on meditating on a Bible verse. God has laced many promises in the Bible that are foundational to our relationship with Him, And these can be a great starting point when beginning to interact with him. As we mentioned in the first episode, Emmanuel means God with us. How can we know he is with us? Well, we can begin with the Bible. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 5, God says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Now, that's a pretty popular verse that's often thrown around by well-meaning friends or bumper sticker memes. But have you ever taken the time to sit and meditate on what that actually means? Perhaps today God wants to give you deeper meaning to that promise. If you would, take a minute, relax, breathe slowly and deeply, and think about what it means that He, God, will never leave you or forsake you. Let that thought sink into your soul. Ask for His help, if you would like. Simply say, God, help me to be still and focused for this one minute. He's with you in your current situation. You are not alone, and he is feeling what you are feeling, both positive and negative. He's committed to you. Now pause the podcast to meditate on this for at least one minute. Now, let us check our emotions and body. How was that for you? What emotions and bodily sensations are you feeling right now? Was there a shift from what you were feeling before? 
For me, this promise calms me. It reminds me that I am not alone. The tension in my body relaxes. I remember all the times in the past that God has protected and provided for me and the people I love in spite of myself. I am aware that he is present with me and not far off. It also arouses my love for him. How about for you? Did God's promise bring comfort? Did it restore your hope or joy? Did it bring relief or did it bring negative feelings like frustration or maybe even disbelief or maybe even anger at God? It is totally okay if this verse did not bring comfort this time around. Remember, God can handle the whole spectrum of our feelings, even when they feel like they're too much. We can give both the positive and the negative to him. What about your body? Are you feeling relaxed or did thinking about this verse bring tension? Where do you feel relaxed and where do you feel tense? Write down the emotions and the sensations you are experiencing. Also feel free to include any words that popped up that seemed random or spontaneous. Many times God communicates with us through impressions that come to us when we are still and focused on a promise or an appreciation moment like we did in episode 3. God loves you so much and wants to be discovered by you. He desires to pursue us the way we enjoy being pursued. He wants to be sought and he wants to talk to you. Posturing ourselves to receive from him and seeking him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength guarantees that he will be found as he promised in the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verses 13 and 14 where he says you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart I will be found by you declares the Lord that is a beautiful promise we can rest in that we do not have a God that makes himself inaccessible but he wants to be found by us we hope you will join us in our next episode as we introduce making space for God in the Emmanuel approach method a spiritual exercise where we will apply everything we have learned in our prior episodes. We will turn our relational circuits on, acknowledge where we are, and then quiet ourselves and invite God into our mental space. Once we've established an interactive connection with him, we can talk to him about anything and get this. He is so much better than we think. We can come to God with our questions and frustrations, ask him to share how he sees us in our troubles, we can get his perspective, which will very often be beyond our own. The next episode is going to be a long one, so make sure to prepare and have a notebook to write down any thoughts, pictures, impressions, or feelings you experience during the time. Until then, take time to practice becoming aware of your emotions and body sensations. See you then. This podcast has been brought to you by Healing Center International, where we are making joyful relationships in Christ a reality. For more information, exercise worksheets, book references, or to connect with others on this journey, visit agodworthknowing.org.